we got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the field. It go down. It go down in the field. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I haven't really woken up oh, until I've had my McDonald's breakfast deal. And I know this is true because before breakfast, I put my phone in the refrigerator and couldn't find the keys that were already in my hand. Nothing gets the morning going like the first sip of an iced coffee. Get any size and any flavor for 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's. I'm loving it. You've dreamed of building a family, but the journey hasn't been easy. I'm Dr. Laura Shaheen, a reproductive endocrinologist helping people build families every day. On our new podcast, Baby or Bust, we'll be learning from both reproductive experts and people who have faced challenges just like yours. Join us every week for Baby or Bust, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Make sure to follow us so you never miss an episode. Listen to The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and with the Sirius XM app. Welcome back to The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. It is the official show of record. It's America's show. Dallas Cowboys continue to call themselves America's team. Why can't we call ourselves America's show? Yeah, why not? We're in the birthplace of America, the cradle of liberty, the city of brotherly love. <laughs> Unfortunately, things aren't going so well right now for us, but the uh, Liberty Bell is still there and untouched. I heard they cracked it a couple of weekends ago, Harry. They, the, when the rioters came through town. Yeah, they were looting the Walgreens right across the street in the Wawa, and then somebody went in there and cracked that bell. <laughs> They're still looking for the perps at this hour. 
Meanwhile, I see Anthony is trending on Twitter. I'm saying, oh, they must be listening to the show over there. Jack at Twitter, mm-hmm. big fan of the show. Jack Dorsey. Anthony's trending. I'm saying, I'm Anthony. And I'm thinking, maybe it's Fauci. No, you know what it is? Well, there's a lot of Anthony's. Is that like uh, the Mio sono Marco Polo? No. So Anthony, <laughs> then Anthony Davis pops up. Right. And then there's somebody, Anthony didn't turn around or nothing, some wedding. So anybody that has a name Anthony, Anthony Edwards, remember he was in. So this is so people are ripping this show for doing, you know, you, you throw a name out there and then you do what's the next one you can think of. Right, the name. That's game. all Twitter is. Yeah. But other than your mother when you're in trouble, does anybody really Nobody call you Anthony? Nobody calls you Anthony. No. no. Nobody no. knows you as Anthony. No. Uh, no, my mother calls Antonio. Yeah. My son, AJ, who was named after me, Anthony Joseph, he, doesn't, he likes Anthony. Yeah. His wife calls him Anthony. His friends call him Anthony. I call him AJ. Mm. But you doesn't have to call him RJ. You doesn't have to call him Anthony J. Bruno Sr. or Jr. Not Anthony Rendon, Harry. <laughs> By the way, the Angels not off to a great start no, when you they look aren't. at that. I watched uh, a lot of that Houston uh, LA Dodgers. Dodgers game last night. Pretty good. I love when Carrot Top goes to the mouth oh, of the man. Dodgers. Man. <laughs> yeah, that is good. Man. I'll tell you that rookie uh, for the for the Astros, Javier. That guy can throw. Oh yeah, I mean they yeah, got he, had, he had eight really, strikeouts. Really good. Not Mark Anthony, of course. No. We'll play a bark of that later. But yeah, on. Carrot Top. That guy. That guy's got an amazing. Ha- that is great. Yeah, Even amazing. Robin, who's a ginger. Oh, it's awesome. When you ever see gingers, you know, you look at old Carson Wentz and you see all right. the, this guy's got the greatest I would love red-headed hair. curl hair I've ever seen. Well, oh. they got him, and then you look at Turner on third base with yeah. the, big, the ginger beard. It's I awesome. loved him in Game of Thrones, Harry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I loved him when he <laughs> was Ginger in power, He looks exactly man. like that exactly character. Exactly, he's right. Now, now, that's Dustin May you're talking about, the pitcher. Yeah, yeah, of course. I know it's not character. He had beautiful hair. Yes, he did. But he's pitching out there in L.A. Don't you think he's hot? Like in the middle of July in LA, pitching with that—it's not that hot out I mean, there, man. <laughs> Have you seen like AJ Puck's hair for the A's? Yeah, you know, yeah, like I guess that's true in Oakland. You know, yeah. I mean, it, uh, you know, big, it's chill. It's cooler out there. The big man. unit had that kind of hair with the in Arizona. Know, man. Just, Have you like been to San Francisco in the summer? It's like winter time out not, there. No. You know, it's not the length though; it's the thickness. Yeah, yes, that's what exactly. They say. Exactly yeah, right, man. Exactly right. <laughs> exactly right, man. <laughs> <laughs> <He's All> right. <laughs> wow. It's, it's true across the board. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about hair. Get your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> not Anthony. He Anthony Hardaway, of course. It was Anthony, not Anthony. Yeah. Come on, people. Penny. What's the matter with you, yeah. man? Ginger Jesus is right. Say amen. Now, meanwhile, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. I mentioned Mitch Williams is going to join us in the next hour. What's the latest on Ruben, Robin? Not Ruben Hurricane Carter. He... Not the sandwich. He definitely no. wants to come on, but he has another commitment right when we would like him to come on, so he doesn't know for sure yet how long that's going to be. Well, tell him to just cut him off and tell him to come <laughs> on here. You can go on a small station that nobody listens to, mm-hmm. or it can be on a national show that's heard all over the country, in Canada, all over the world. You make the call. You know what I'm saying, Harry? Yes, I do. Now, i got to give ESPN love, Harry. Oh, it's, I think I know why. And because, no, because this is great journalism. It is. I'm always about journalism. Yeah. And the two writers who did this investigative piece for ESPN on the NBA situation in China, Mark Venaru Wada. Well, he was the guy that was the guy with the Balco, right? Exactly right. He's been at ESPN since 2007, leading their investigative team. They got John Barr. They have some really good, real journalists at ESPN. You know, because we're not journalists. I used to be. If there's a story that breaks and I get it, I'll be a journalist. But for the most part, most people on television and radio are not journalists. Right. They're just 
sportscasters, hosts, analysts, pundits. Journalists go out and dig for stories. This guy digs deep. Yeah, and I think guy. it's his brother who did the story with him, Steve Thanaru. And it's an expose of physical abuse of young Chinese players who are not even providing schooling inside this NBA academy that the NBA set up. They've actually sent American coaches over there to help develop Chinese players. Obviously, Yao Ming was a phenom, but he was a you know he was an, an absolute freak. Now, did he come out of this, or was he found another way? No, Yao they Ming. found him back th- back in the okay. day, and he came to the NBA. He was a Chinese basketball phenom. He was like the Sadaharu O of Japan when he was the big star in Japan. And now Japan has produced thousands and thousands of major leaguers. Mm -hmm. But China, since Yao Ming, has really not produced a lot of NBA talent. The NBA is is adored over there. They love it. There's 1.4 billion people. So the NBA wants to tap into the China market. Other than having the shoes made by slaves over there, they actually had put up academies, and they did this investigation And it started back in in 2016, this program, part of the NBA strategy to develop local players in China. Mm -hmm. Figuring, hey, if we can get some Chinese talent in the NBA, you know, there's there's talent from all over the world in the NBA. That's why it's the greatest league in the world. The best players come to the NBA, just like the NHL. Right. There's all kinds of leagues all over the world. The best players play in the NHL. Baseball, on and on and on. PGA Tour. Exactly. So they were supposed to have this. The kids go to these places. They get they get actual education in addition to basketball practice right, and like training. School. It's, yeah, yeah, it's like, like going, school. To a, going to a boarding school yeah. or a school where you have classes during the day and then they teach you basketball. And according to this report, and you have to read it on ESPN, it is great journalism. They found out that one of the academies in western China, which is officially a police state and everybody knew it, the coaches were detained. Now, these are American coaches over there and got detained three times without cause. Just from walking around in that part of China. In Xinjiang. Xinjiang. And other employees compared the conditions at this academy to World War II Germany. Now, these are quotes attributed to people. And then the league, a couple of weeks ago, when this guy became knowledge, announced that they were closing the academy. But here's the best part of this story. To show you what weasels the NBA leadership still are. This story comes out. This is a bomb. This is a bombshell. Yeah. This is a blockbuster. Deputy NBA Commissioner Mark Tatum was interviewed by the ESPN journalist to react to this story. And obviously, he's like, oh, my God, we had no idea this was going on. And then when he was asked about whether or not the NBA pulled out of these academies because of humans' rights violations, he declined to comment on it. Well, if the NBA did not pull out of this because of the obvious and well-documented human rights debacle over there, kids being kicked, having b- basketballs thrown into their faces, what Bobby Knight even would say, I'm out on yeah. that. Bobby Knight would grimace if he heard what these guys were doing well, to the players, to these young kids. They were trying to teach how to play basketball. Yeah, one former coach uh, from the United States described watching a Chinese coach fire a ball into a young player's face at point-blank range and then kick him in the gut. Yeah. Yeah, and this stuff's going on, <laughs> and then the NBA now has to issue a statement because ESPN actually investigated it, and then the coward. I got a rip. Not my style. Mark Tatum is a coward. 
Just like Adam Silver is a coward. Just like LeBron James is a coward. Just like everybody else, every coach, every activist in the NBA, all excited about promoting uh, social justice, that's fine. You can promote social justice, but you cannot ignore. And they're still so mad when Daryl Morey had the audacity back in October to issue a very, very lame tweet standing up for the Hong Kong protesters who are fighting for democracy. When he did that, that's when when LeBron James criticized his intelligence. Daryl Morey, a general manager of an NBA team, being questioned by a dope player. One of the best GMs in all of sports. Exactly. And, and, And LeBron James, just because he's rich, doesn't make him smart. He may be bright, and he may do a lot of good things with his money, but for him to not at least say, free Hong Kong, and not at least acknowledge what's going on in the country that makes his products, which made him a billionaire, by the way, which is great because I'm all for capitalism. But the fact, and even Mark Cuban, who I like and I've interviewed a million times, even he refuses to acknowledge in all of the interviews he's done to say free Hong Kong. He He won't say it. I guarantee you Adam Silver will never publicly say free Hong Kong. I guarantee you LeBron James will never tweet free Hong Kong. The NBA will never put support the Hong Kong protesters on a floor anywhere. They won't do it. And don't tell me, well, you know, it's our country. No, if we can criticize our own country, which we have the right to do as Americans, and we can criticize our politicians and our system of justice, why can't we criticize actual human rights atrocities that are happening in a country that we happen to be in bed with because we need them to make our stuff? That's what bothers me. This isn't a LeBron rant. This is a rant against the NBA. And on this time, on the eve of the reboot of basketball starting tonight, ESPN exposes this blockbuster, and Adam Silver was on CNN with what's his way, Wolf Blitzer, and wasn't even asked one question in a 15-minute interview. Wolf Blitzer didn't ask one question of the commissioner, Adam Silver, in a 15-minute interview, which was basically a suck-up job for the NBA returning. Guess what, Wolf? The NBA isn't news, it's sports. And if you're going to have the commissioner on and you have all the stories about China and you're not even going to have the balls to ask the commissioner one question about Hong Kong, then you shouldn't be on the air. Should be the lead question. Exactly. How do you not ask the commissioner of the NBA? And this was as the story's exploding all over the world. Maybe he wasn't in the situation room. Maybe that's a question for only the situation room. I don't know what room he was in. He was in the incompetence room. Mm. You can't call yourself a journalist and sit there and have the NBA commissioner on. In fact, I, ha- I used to have famous feuds, and they're on tape, with the, the former commissioner, David Stern, mm-hmm. when I would interview him out on television at, at, uh, at Fox when I was doing the best damn sports show. He didn't like me because I had him on one time, and it was the actual first day of the WNBA. Did he so say, I, I don't like smart guys like no, you? No, so I had him on, and I said, hey, commissioner, we were talking about whatever was going on. And then he says, I don't want to talk about that. I have these WNBA. And he brings over one of the WNBA stars and wanted me to interview her in a segment that wasn't. Listen, I have no problem talking to WNBA stars. But the commissioner avoided the topic at hand, and I was asking him hard questions. I wasn't disrespectful. I wasn't like the idiotic members of Congress who tried to ups, you know, bury the, 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 the uh, attorney, attorney general with stupid gotcha. I didn't say, I'm reclaiming my time, commissioner. I'm reclaiming my time. I asked him tough questions, and they deflected. And listen, David Stern, God bless him, rest in peace, was a great NBA commissioner. Mm-hmm. A great NBA commissioner. 
But the problem with the media today is they are afraid. If they are in bed with somebody, they will never, ever ask a tough question or they will never criticize atrocities of this magnitude. You know, perhaps, and this happens and you know this, uh, Silver comes on with Wolf and, and they say initially, hey, do not ask this. It's sort of like it doesn't he's going to come on, but you don't ask this because you've had that. You before. can't do that if, well, you're a, if you're a real. If you want to be a real news organization, yeah. well, I get are it. Are they alone. a real news organization? Well, they're supposed to be. They used to right. be the best news organization on earth. Yeah. Again, this isn't about would, CNN I actually or about have a politics. For that, then. What would what would you do, Tony? Like if 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 you if Adam wanted, Silver said he was going to come on for an interview, but he, I would ask him about but it. But what if he said, "I will only come on if you don't ask?" Then this don't question. come on. No, then, then yeah. I, mean, I will have him on, and then I will still ask him the question. Oh, oh. I would put him on the spot. Up. What's he going to do? Well, what's he going to do? Hang or, up. Or you could just say we were going to have Adam Silver on, but he said that I couldn't answer. No, this. I would have him on. And then I would say, yeah, yeah, we'll have him on. We'll, we'll talk. And then I would ask him the question. Not the beginning. I'd, get, you know, I'd ask him a couple yeah. of puff piece questions. Right, hey, how about right. LeBron? Yeah. Right. He's going to win. How many? He's going to win. Not two, not three, not four, <laughs> not five, not six. Now, there, I have I, this article, actually, one of the things that it says in here is that the multiple coaches complained about the physical abuse and lack of schooling to Greg Stolt, who's the league's vice president for international operations for NBA China. And now you're now they're also claiming that they don't know whether Silver actually knew about it. Oh, come How on. Is that Jeez, possible? That's not possible. Come that's on. Not possible. That's not. literally impossible. It is impossible. He, he's <laughs> behind the entire yeah. Yeah. movement of them growing internationally. Exactly. And he, was, he was Stern's right-hand man for 25 yeah. years. Exactly so right. So even pre-commissioner days, yeah. He was he was the one setting it up when Stern was the commissioner. Exactly, right. and I don't have a problem with it. I don't have a problem with trying to grow your sport internationally. No, it's smart. That's what leagues do. But you can't pick your spots. But then you can't ignore, especially when you're absolutely out there haranguing every day about social justice in this country, and then you ignore one of the worst situations involving your sport happening in another country that you're in bed with financially. That's That's... That's called not, not doing your job. To ignore this stuff is not doing your job. And the NBA loses. That's why I rep the NBA. They have to stand up. I'm not saying cancel all your stuff with China. China's already pulled all your games anyway because right, of the Daryl They don't Maury have them tweet. on TV. Because yeah, of the Maury right, tweet. Right, right, right. A Maury tweet, they don't put any NBA games. Right. So you know they're, they're going to bend over backwards. They're not going to do anything else to upset China. Two hours and 14 minutes till tip tonight, <laughs> Tony. Pelicans against the Jazz. And look at I wanted to get that off my chest today, Harry, because that's a big that's a big effing deal. It is. That story is a huge story. But good job out of those reporters. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what journalism is all about. Yeah. Not just being a puff piece because you're in bed with a company. That's the way it works in the real world. We're coming right back. Stick around. The Tony Bruno Show. So we found out that white bros in the bubble are doing the beer shotgunning. J.J. Reddick and some guy named... Uh, Myers Leonard. Myers Leonard. I thought that was an electronic store in Indiana. <laughs> Go to Myers Leonard today and get yourself a brand new 75-inch plasma. 50% off on VCRs. <laughs> Harry, it's it. Myers Leonard. His prices are insane. Catch new episodes of The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekday afternoon starting at 3 Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and the SiriusXM app. When life is in chaos, your home is your safe haven. It's your most important asset. But do you own it? Don't be so sure. Imagine getting evicted for non-payment of a loan you never took out. It happened to Deborah, and it's happening everywhere. 
It's called home title theft, and the FBI calls it one of the fastest growing crimes. It's why I urge you to get home title lock. Your home's legal title is kept online, and thieves know it. They'll forge your signature on your home's title, and that's it. They legally own your home. Then they can take out loans on your home. Your bank doesn't cover you, and neither does your insurance. The only way I know of to avoid this nightmare and possible eviction is with Home Title Lock. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you're already a victim. And use code SAVE for 30 free days of protection to help you through this crisis. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. There are those who stand forever ready. Ready to defend the nation. Ready to fight for what matters. No matter what. Do you have what it takes? Find out at GoArmy.com slash warriors. We've got Tony Bruno Show gear, yo. Check out the TonyBrunoShow.com shop for all your... Beautiful. And I have pissed off t-shirts. And don't forget the popular, if we're going to die, let us die drunk at least. Plus new t-shirts and other paraphernalia being added daily. Go to TonyBrunoShow.com slash shop to purchase and for more information. This is about more than work. It's about growing a community. Every day across the country, the highly skilled, highly trained members of the IBEW are committed to doing the job right doing the job safe, and doing the job on time. Because while we might be experts in our field, <laughs> we're also your friends and neighbors. IBEW, the power professionals in your neighborhood. I can't get my computer to work. Let me help you with that. How'd you do that? I just got techie with geeks on site. Our geeks literally come on site. No need to stop what you're doing or block off time. We come to your home, office, or wherever you are. And we don't just fix whatever computer issues you might be having. We explain and teach you along the way so you can feel empowered and then help others at home or in your office. Better yet, don't have time for tech support to come to you? Let us remote into your desktop or laptop, and one of our geeks will instantly walk you through. We offer affordable prices on our remote services and IT support. You and those in your office will never have to wait hours to have your technical questions answered. Get your free computer diagnosis today with your very own geek. Get started now and we'll help you instantly. Call 877-518-3283. 877-518-3283. That's 877-518-3283. Are you listening to the Tony Bruno and Harry May Show Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern? You can catch it right here on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM 211, and on the Sirius XM app. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. I love how anytime an opinion is given now, there's always the hall monitors out there who want to determine what you're, what you really. They mean have to by label that. you. Yeah. What, what do you mean by that? Yeah. Everybody loves mean? labels. Yeah. Except I don't, me. I don't like labels. They're hard to peel off too, yeah. depending on the ones you have. You oh, know the what I'm paper ones suck. Yeah. Meanwhile, back at the ranch. Come on, we need to have that handy. You know what I say? Da -da. 
There's in what just happened to my set? Oh. How did that go? Thank you. <laughs> Meanwhile. <laughs> Meanwhile. Let's get it back to uh, some football news, Harry. Is there any football news today? <laughs> I got I got some for you right here. Is this breaking news? Yes, sir. Uh, sources say that the SEC, the Southeastern Conference, is moving to a 10-game conference schedule and pushing back the start of the season to September 26th. Okay, wow. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That just comes after the ACC announced yesterday, of course, that the uh, ACC conference is moving to a 10-game conference and one non-conference game schedule. Right, and, 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 that's, and this is what this is. A, this is the the ripple effect, and that will one conference Notre does. Dame. Yes. Playing a 10-game ACC schedule. Correct. Yeah. and well, so, That's unprecedented. No, everything's unprecedented, Aaron. Yeah. yeah. But, no, it's, see, we're seeing college football. Again, do we know whether those games are going to be played now? No. no. Do we know what's going to happen in September? No. Do we know what's going to happen? We didn't. We thought there was going to be baseball played here this weekend. But that's interesting that they, the SEC, because now everybody will follow them. Yes. As far as pushing the start back. Yep. What did you say? September 26th? September 26th. Okay. And our boy Jeff Bruder on the Twitch stream, got to give him some love. He typed in the chat. I had already seen it, but he also put it in there. So yeah, because the Twitch stream want their credit. So I got no. Give we it give them credit because a lot of times, you know, we're doing a show, and so I have the I have my Twitter stream feed up, and I see all the legitimate people, and a lot of the illegitimate people who just happen to crappy crap up my my feed all the time and mess it up. But I look at the I follow all the legitimate accounts, mm-hmm. and that's what I wait for. So the good news is Bryson DeChambeau. Huh? Now, yeah. you did release your picks. We are underway up there, in, in, in down there, or over there. Down there. In Memphis, Tennessee. Yep. At the St. Jude's this weekend. Bryson DeChambeau. I saw somebody ripping him today. Well, a lot of people rip him. Yeah, he's, got, he's at five under. He's tied for the lead with a couple other guys. Kang, Todd, Kepka at five under. That's no, I saw a story about Kepka earlier today, too. And I got so many things going through my head as I prepare. Well, so Kepka may, might end up having surgery at the end of the that's season. That's right. That's the story. Because he's still having trouble with his knee. Exactly. Yeah. But he's still playing, though. So it's not yeah. enough to, to stop him playing from playing. Playing well, too, yeah, today. So Kepka's out there. And there's a lot of big names. Ricky the, Fowler. This is the old Danny Thomas, as I used to call it. Yeah. Right? But this is a different Danny Thomas. This is only, I think, 74 players. And they're all, it's like you have to be at a certain level right. in the world. But I'm saying the Danny Thomas, the St. Jude's Foundation, started by yeah. Danny Thomas and continues now with his daughter Marlo Thomas and one of our favorite charities when we always talk about uh, donating to she charity. She was uh, that girl. Do you exactly remember that right. show? Yes, indeed. Yes, God, indeed. I remember that as a kid. Exactly. I always c- kind of thought she was pretty hot. Tony Bruno. Yes. Ruben actually just got back, and he is logging into Zoom right now. Oh, beautiful. Awesome. A man who's been around. I, I remember him when he was a bat boy. For the Phillies. That's how old I am, Harry. And he moved his way up the food chain, became the general manager. He's been a base coach. He's been with the Red Sox. And now he's back in Philadelphia. We're going to get him here in a second. The great Ruben Amaro Jr., now part of the broadcast team with the Phillies, if they ever have any more games. You talk about picking a bad time to join a broadcast team again and come back and work in Philly where you grew up as a player, where your dad played. And he's one of the nicest guys, you know. And I'm not just saying it to suck up to him. He did some coaching with the Red Sox, yes, too. Yes, yeah, I think he was first ago. base yeah. coach. Yeah. I wonder if he was part of the trash can thing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't think they bang trash cans up there in Boston. But anyway, Ruben Amaro Jr. is going to join us, and we'll, uh, we will talk with him about, first of all, what's he's going here. on. Oh, he is there. I don't see yeah, him. I see coming. myself on the screen, Robin. He's just logging in. Oh, okay. Give there we a go. Second, but oh, there he is. Looking tan, looking terrific, <laughs> sitting uh, somewhere in quarantine, not wearing a mask or even goggles. But I think the glasses will help you. Ruben tomorrow, Jr. Ruben, great to see you again, man. Thank you for coming on. Hey, 
what's happening. You guys hear me okay? Yeah, everything's yeah. great, man. Oh, cool. Good. Now, I was just joking, and it's nothing to joke about when you have no baseball, but you took a job, you came back, and you're part of the Phillies broadcast team, and now all of a sudden you guys play three games, and now we're not going to play till next Monday. And that's really the big story because the Florida Marlins and the Phillies are right now the two teams that have lost an entire week of games, seven games before they play again. Who knows what's going to happen even after that. We've never seen anything like this, Ruben, but the biggest question is how will the teams like the Phillies, who a lot of people thought were going to make some noise, or even the Marlins, who a lot of people thought weren't going to, how are they going to make up these games? I don't know if they're going to make them up. I think it's a, there's so many challenges now that the league has to deal with. Uh, you know, I think they're scrambling right now to try to figure out how, you know, even, even the other clubs that were affected, the Toronto Blue Jays, the New York Yankees, uh, even the Baltimore Orioles. I mean, there's so many different permutations and, and all types of things that they have to figure out to try to scramble to get these some of these games in. And it looks like they may be going for percentages as opposed to uh, uh, actual uh, standings. And that's uh, that makes for kind of a difficult situation. Absolutely. Harry Mays here with me. And, you know, we were talking about you coming back and You've done so much in this in your career. I, I was going back. I remember when you were a bat boy with the Phillies. That's how old I am. You're a lot younger, fortunately. You're, yes, 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 we are. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are old. <laughs> no, no, I'm, no, trust me, I'm a lot older than you are, Ruben, but I've seen you grow up and I've seen all your great success. And I remember when you were the general manager of the Phillies and, you know, People came at you all the time, and you were always there to answer the tough questions, and that's what I respect because a lot of people don't, you know, they, they are afraid of the tough questions. They won't face the music, so to speak, and you were always there, man, and I got to give you kudos for that. Well, I appreciate it. Listen, I, I, uh, I, I saw a lot of the, lot of the people. Ed Way went through a tough time at times, and uh, you know, Pat Gillick not, not so tough because he was so good and and uh, never really had many problems. But, uh, but I've seen it in the past, and I know how difficult. Uh, you know, the situation is and how difficult the media and how passionate the fans are in Philadelphia. I grew up with it. You know, I was, a, I was one of those guys screaming at those players when I was a kid. So, um, so I get it. And, and I think accountability is important in Philadelphia and, and, uh, and I think it's important as a, as the representative of the organization to be able to take those hits. Yeah. You talk about the ripple effect uh, with this situation uh, with the Marlins Ruben affecting all these other teams and, you know, maybe you can only play so many double headers. You know, especially with a with a condensed schedule as it is, it's uh, no off days and so forth. So, what is what is one of the the issues that might come about with using winning percentage as a way to get into these playoffs? I mean, it's already a shortened season. I mean, sixty games is really short, and I don't. I I, I view this as kind of an asterisk season myself, just because I just don't know that you can you can really assess how good a club is in sixty games. Uh, I know they've expanded the 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 playoffs, but I think it's helpful. But um, but it's different, you know. The the, the virus has caused a lot of things uh, and and put a lot of challenges on people's plates, and that's unfortunate. But you know, if they have to go with percentages, they got to go with percentages. I think it's difficult physically for some of the players if they have to go with these double headers. They're not used to doing it. They're talking about the possibility of doing seven inning double headers, which I think are um, are efficient. But uh, but they're different, and you know they're, they're you know dealing with a lot of different stuff. There's a lot of new normals that are being uh, thrown out out there, and uh, and you know a lot everybody's have to deal with them, and, and it looks like major sports are going to have to deal with them as well. Now certainly baseball has gone through a lot this year. Football was fortunate; they got their season in, they got the Super Bowl in, they got the draft, and they've been able to trudge along because they didn't have to worry about playing games. And now they're going back to camp, and they're not in a bubble, and baseball's not in a bubble, and we're seeing that hockey and the NBA with the bubble situation is looking good. 
But the protracted negotiations during this whole mess with the baseball, the NLPA, and uh, the Major League Baseball Players Association drug out so long. And I know they were talking about a bubble thing. Why do you think the bubble thing fell apart in baseball when they were talking about doing perhaps two different cities, Arizona and Florida? Yeah, I think the logistics of it are just really, really difficult. Um, I know that they, they obviously have better facilities in Arizona and Florida and perhaps in Texas, but, uh, you know, those those three states blew up as far as the virus is concerned, and, and, and that, that would have made it pretty difficult in, in and of itself. I think that um, – I think the NHL and the NBA, I think they have a much better opportunity. It's an indoor sport. And uh, and it's difficult to get as many indoor um, facilities for, you know, you know, they're not that not that many domes out there. So uh, could they made three or four different uh, places like they I guess in the NHL, they have two of them, but um, they they possibly could have done it. But it's just a different sport. It's an outdoor sport, really, so to speak. And and to be able to have the facilities, uh, the hotels, uh, all the things that are you know, that, that, that are necessary to, to make it happen. I mean, it's, it's probably pretty difficult to do it in baseball and in football. Well, this is such an unprecedented situation in many ways, but I'd love to get your take, having been around the game uh, a long time, as, you know, with this, the rule of starting the 10th inning with a guy on second base. What, what did you think when you first heard that rule? Well, it's different. I, 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 I'm, I'm uh, one of those guys that, uh, you know, I'm kind of old school, but, um, but I do believe I do believe that there's some changes that have to be made. Not I, I, it's a different game than we've seen in the past. I mean, I, I like action on the field. Uh, unfortunately, we are in a situation where the the home run, the walk, and the strikeout are probably the three things that that happen more often than not in the game, and it's unfortunate. Um, I think that there's a better way to play baseball, but um, but if there's a way to try to create some type of excitement. Um, I don't necessarily like it. But uh, but I think it's you know I think we also have to kind of move with the times a little bit. The, the game has to evolve just like even, even anything else. And uh, you know, giving this a shot, hey, let's see what happens and see how it works. It'll be interesting to see whether people are doing uh, how they react to it, mm-hmm. whether they're trying to bunt a runner over, whether they're trying to move a runner. You don't see a lot of situational baseball. Maybe this will cause teams to to play a little bit better situational baseball. But interestingly enough, though, Ruben, so far we've seen the home teams are at a disadvantage because the team that bats in the top of the inning, the 10th inning, and gets a man on first, they can score. They don't just have to score one run because the home team gets to bat. If they score three or four runs, which we saw happen last night, and the team puts up a four spot as the visiting team, the pressure's really on the home team with a man on second base because they're going to have to try to get guys on and then get a couple of hits and, and score maybe a grand slam just to tie the game and go into another extra inning. And that's, you know, part of the strategy, right? It creates some type of strategy. Should you just play for one run as a visiting team or should you play for multiple runs? And it sounds like, you know, you try to play for the multiple run. I, I um, it's, it's different for every organization. It'll be different for the types of hitters that are coming up and whether they can handle certain situations and be able to, um, to move runners or whether or not you're just expecting them to drive the runner in and, and, and create a bigger inning, I guess, uh, it sounds like if you're a visiting team, you probably want to bang as much as you possibly can and really put the heat on the on, on the other club. Well, I know we only have three games to go on with regards to the Phillies, but what are your early impressions of what you saw in that series against the Marlins? 
Well, it's pretty clear that um, you know some of their bullpen woes are gonna are gonna pop up. They just don't have a ton of uh, experience back there. I think that they've lost like maybe four guys or five guys that were pretty critical for them. I mean, Robertson's down, Sir Anthony uh, Dominguez uh, is down. Um, you know, you you start losing some of those power arms. Vic Garano's not pitching yet. Um, I think that there's actually one other guy that's not able to pitch. Um, because you know, Tommy Hunter had a kind of a delay there. They don't have a ton of experience. They got Adam Morgan back, who's pitched uh, really well, and and some others. But they, you know, unfortunately, they've um, they've been a little depleted there, and that, and that, that can cause some issues for them. I and mean, they're going to have to pitch, and they're going to have to catch it. Um, I've been really impressed with their defense. They've really uh, played very good defensively. I think that bodes well for them, much better than they have in the past. And they can bang it. They've got a very, very good uh, lineup, and they can do some things offensively. But if they don't pitch, as you guys well know, you don't pitch it and you don't catch it, you're not winning baseball games. Now, Ruben, of course, I mentioned you were at Boston as a base coach. So all the things you've done, you played, you were a, a, you know, a, a general manager, a, a base coach. How was that experience going up to Boston for a couple of years? I loved it. I mean, great organization, great people. We had um, – you know, we won back-to-back AL East uh, uh, crowns there, and, and we got knocked out of the playoffs quickly, unfortunately. And, and I know that uh, the relationship between John Farrell and, and Dave Nabrowski wasn't a great one. So he was when he was dismissed, basically all the rest of the coaching staff, you know, and, and uh, you know, uh, Cora had a chance to bring in his people. Unfortunately, we were moved out, but um, and that's when I went to New York. But uh, love the organization, love the people, first-class organization, great fans, you know, passionate. One of the reasons why I wanted to be in Boston um, is because I'm used to the passionate fans. I wanted to stay in the East Coast. I loved it. Got an opportunity to be back on the on the ground floor with the players and learn a little bit more about uh, what motivates them and, and that part of the game. So that was really exciting for me. And Hey man, I, I uh, it was like uh, riding a bike, getting getting back in that uniform. I felt like a kid again, man. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what I wanted to ask you because you, you did coach in it with the Mets uh, for a little while and the Red Sox, as Tony mentioned, and then here in Philadelphia. That's three. That whole corridor. That's the corridor of passion, right there. Okay, so <laughs> that's right. you experienced right. it in many different ways. Can you can you compare and contrast those three different markets? Well, they're all very passionate. They're passionate in a lot of different ways. I mean, uh, Boston has a great and very high expectation for their teams because they've had a lot of success, right? I mean, they have the Pats. Mm-hmm. Um, they've, you know, they got uh, the Bruins. They've got, you know, Celtics. The Celts. You know, they're, you know, they're they're used to winning, and uh, and and they will take nothing less. And, and I love the passion. I love how much they're into it. Um, you know, very similar to the Philadelphia. I mean, Philadelphia has not as had as many winners, but uh, but they certainly have that expectation. So they're they're really r- a little rough on you on you as well, um, and very very passionate. Um, as far as New York is concerned, I was there just one year. As far as uh, being a coach is concerned, but same thing. I mean, these are all great fan bases. They really really want their teams to do well. And they get very upset when they don't. <laughs> I was surprised, and, uh, though, Ruben, that you were not like, part of the J-Lo and A-Rod group to buy the Mets. I mean, you could be <laughs> owner of the Mets right now. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I did have a couple of discussions with them. Uh, I did talk to A-Rod once or twice about that. And uh, I don't know what's going to happen now. But um, but it'll be interesting to see what, with that purchase, well, how it goes, because um, – because I think it's uh you know it's a great opportunity to build on in, in a world class city, um, a world class organization. 
Ruben Amaro. And, of course, you were there, and, you know, the whole thing happened with the – and now we're seeing the, the Astros shame tour go on, and we saw the benches <laughs> empty the other night. And you, you were in Boston, and the people up there got implicated in it. Uh, Alex Cora got fired as a result or had to be pushed out because he was with the Astros. And now you're seeing this. I, I got love to get your take on this because I've always hated the, the retaliation pitch, and people are complaining. And it's funny watching the sports media guys who are baseball guys arguing back and forth on whether or not the eight-game suspension was proper because it represents 22 games in a 162-game season. What did you think of the, uh, the suspensions that were handed down after that situation with the Dodgers uh, the other night against the Astros? Well, I think that there's probably a pretty steep warnings already. And I just think that, and I'm not surprised that Joe Kelly reacted the way he did. We had him in Boston. He's a, he's a guy that, uh, as far as baseball integrity goes, I mean, he's got high, high baseball integrity. He's going to, he's going to do what he thinks is right. Um, and, and I didn't, I don't think that the Houston Astros should have thought that they're going to skate through this season without anybody retaliating. Um, I think the suspensions were appropriate. Um, that said, I'm not surprised that something happened because, you know, the players didn't weren't very happy that they were that they were cheating. And uh, I don't think that anybody needs to go headhunting. I think that that's that's a, that's an issue for me. But sadly, pitchers don't really have a feel to be able to plunk a guy or to send a message in in an appropriate way. I mean, I remember one time. Burt Blylevin, when I was, you know, playing against him in like an inter-squad game with the, when I was with the Angels, I laid down a butt on him. He got so pissed off at me that he, the next time I came up, he hit me right in my ass. I was like, that's, that's how you do it. That's those Dutch that's guys. You, you can't it. trust those Dutch guys. And, he's, and he looked at me and he said, hey, rookie, don't ever do that again. I said, message, got the message, baby. I got it. And, and, Burt Blylevin plunked I, you after bunning? Wow. It was awesome. It was awesome. And, and, I, and, I, and I learned in a hurry. It was a spring training. He was going, what the hell are you doing, kid? Um, he probably doesn't remember that, but uh, we were actually, he, he was actually on the major league team uh, with the Angels, and I was on the AAA team, and I bunted on him. He was pissed. And this was on the same team. You're in the same organization, right. for God's sake. Well, I remember. And, and he, 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 he sent his message, but he knew how to do it. I remember Cole Hamels plunking uh, Harper in the middle of the back. I think it was during his rookie year. He just he just threw at him, just turned 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 him, hit him right in the middle of the back. Well, the issue wasn't the issue wasn't that. I think the issue was when when he was asked about it, he basically said he did it on purpose. Yeah. And, that, and that and then he ended up getting a real suspension. Right. I wasn't really particularly happy about that one. Yeah. I mean, listen, I support the guy for doing what he did um, because I want to support my players, obviously. But when he but when he actually said uh, that he did it on purpose, that, that was a little hurtful for the club. <laughs> now, Ruben, you're doing your back in Philly, and obviously you have a lot of friends here and family and stuff. So the broadcasting thing, did that happen? Did you contact the Phil? Did they contact you to say, hey, come back and go in the broadcast booth? I had been in contact. I mean, I, 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 think, I don't think it's any secret that I would love to be back uh, in Philadelphia doing something with the Phillies or being involved in the Phillies. Um, and I've made that, you know, pretty openly known, but I did contact the, the folks at NBC sports, Philadelphia, because those are those, they're the people that really are, are, uh, um, who have hired me. And, uh, you know, I talked to some other people in the organization, make sure that they were okay with it. I think it was, I've been away long enough now that, uh, hopefully it's, it's not creating a conflict of interest, but, um, but I'm a Phillies fan. I always will be. I'll bleed Phillies blue till the day I die. 
Um, I know when my dad passed away, one of his, one of the uh, things that he really wanted to do is, uh, you know, die with a Phillies pee on his chest. And, uh, and I feel the same way. I mean, this is home for me. I was born and raised in, in, in the mid sixties in Philadelphia. And I've had, I've had probably over, well, as a player, bat boy and, and executive somewhere around uh, 26 or 27 years in the organization. So why would I not want to come back and, and, uh, and be involved in some, some way. And, Fortunately, I was contacted, and and uh, now I'm doing some part-time work with them. I'm not sure how often I'll be on the air, but uh, but I feel good about uh, being able to be around and and to report on the Phillies. And and really, honestly, I hope they do real well because uh, I'm a fan first. And I love the fact that I how old I am. I remember your dad playing, and I would go out there and watch him play back. Now, in the day. now you're old. Now yes, you're absolutely dead. Now, you, yeah. <laughs> now you did it. Now you you don't remember Ruben tomorrow, senior sure. Harry? Come on, man. Yeah. Absolutely, man. And, and Ruben, you turned out great, man. And it's always great to, to have you on. We really appreciate your time today. Thanks for popping on, man. Absolutely. You guys be well. Good to talk to you. Thank Thanks. You. Ruben Amaro, Jr., now back with the Phillies and the Bryant, NBC Sports Philly. Right. We'll obviously with a post-game show and the pre-game shows uh, emanate and not in the uh, broadcast booth in the stadium, per se, because no, pretty much nobody's in the stadium, especially Citizens Bank Park. They've shut that thing down mm-hmm. now. Yeah. They were supposed to practice there yesterday, anticipating a weekend series against the Blue Jays, and then with the two positive tests involving a clubhouse guy and a coach, and they coach. just said, shut it down, They've get halt- out. halted all activities at the park. Why didn't you say they shut it down, Harry? They just shut it down. Another operation shutdown. First one since uh, Derek Lee back in the day. Or as Harry would say, I just muted myself here. Why is it not working? I know, I muted myself. A lot of people are saying, I I wish I could do that. We're coming right back. 215-462-TONY. 215-462-8669. We're coming back. Strapper calls. Do we have any? Yes, we do. We got to play some strappers. This is a big, good day for strappers, Harry. And we'll play some next. Stick around. The Tony Bruno Show. Our good friend Adam Schefter, zooming with us, Harry. Adam, now what about the first couple of games of the regular season? I mean, with no preseason games, they're not even allowed to scrimmage with other teams. How ugly will the first couple of games of the regular season become? (laughs) I think the brand of football that you're used to seeing will be a notch below what we've seen in other years. I think it usually opens the season that way, but what are you going to do? We all love the sport so much that it's, believe me, it's okay. But I think this year it could be the product even more diminished than it's been in previous opening years. But again, what I would say to that is that's the time we're living in. And as long as we have the games, they can play whatever diminished product they want. I don't really care. Listen, I just hope we have football for the season. You know, we'll be happy to see a diversion, a form of entertainment on Sundays and Mondays and Thursdays. And by the way, if there's no college football, who knows? Maybe Fridays and Saturdays too. Catch new episodes of The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekday afternoon starting at 3 Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and the SiriusXM app. I can't get my computer to work. Let me help you with that. How'd you do that? I just got techie with geeks on site. Our geeks literally come on site. No need to stop what you're doing or block off time. We come to your home, office, or wherever you are. And we don't just fix whatever computer issues you might be having. We explain and teach you along the way so you can feel empowered and then help others at home or in your office. Better yet, don't have time for tech support to come to you? Let us remote into your desktop or laptop, and one of our geeks will instantly walk you through. 
We offer affordable prices on our remote services and IT support. You and those in your office will never have to wait hours to have your technical questions answered. Get your free computer diagnosis today with your very own geek. Get started now and we'll help you instantly. Call 877-518-3283. 877-518-3283. That's 877-518-3283. Heard it work? Go right now to InjuredWorkers.com. When you're injured on the job, your family is injured as well. Turn to a firm of legal attorneys that can help, that care, and that you can count on. Go to InjuredWorkers.com from Malamut and Associates. Nobody plans to get injured. When it happens, you need InjuredWorkers.com. Get the help you need from InjuredWorkers.com. Go to InjuredWorkers.com right now. We've got Tony Bruno Show gear, yo. Check out the TonyBrunoShow.com shop for all your beautiful and I have pissed off t-shirts. And don't forget the popular, if we're going to die, let us die drunk at least. Plus new t-shirts and other paraphernalia being added daily. Go to TonyBrunoShow.com slash shop to purchase and for more information. When life is in chaos, your home is your safe haven. It's your most important asset. But do you own it? Don't be so sure. Imagine getting evicted for non-payment of a loan you never took out. It happened to Deborah, and it's happening everywhere. It's called home title theft, and the FBI calls it one of the fastest growing crimes. It's why I urge you to get home title lock. Your home's legal title is kept online, and thieves know it. They'll forge your signature on your home's title, and that's it. They legally own your home. Then they can take out loans on your home. Your bank doesn't cover you, and neither does your insurance. The only way I know of to avoid this nightmare and possible eviction is with Home Title Lock. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you're already a victim. And use code SAVE for 30 free days of protection to help you through this crisis. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. Listen to The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and with the SiriusXM app. Welcome back to The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on SiriusXM 211. Thirsty Thursday. I'm getting thirsty, Harry. I may have to crack open a call one before the show's over today. It feels like a a low-carb beer kind of day, ice-cold beer here. Well, I noticed you have some seltzer product upstairs. Well, Robin bought that. Yeah. It's the it's not the butt, it's the Corona seltzer. Corona seltzer. You got White Claws up there? You're holding no, out hell on no. this? No, 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 no White, white Claws. claws. There ain't no laws when you're drinking Claws. There ain't no yeah. Claws coming in this house except Santa Claus, baby. That's the only Claws coming in here. Claws. Santa, baby. <laughs> Unless there's a chick with long fingernails and she's right. got claws and she wants to come in, then she's welcome. You know isn't there a show named on TBS claws? On claws. TV. They yeah. own like a nail salon and they're a bunch of thugs. Like but aren't they running drugs out of it or something? Yeah, exactly. Something else Who the hell cool. watches it's, that stuff? It's out of Hotlanta. Yeah, Hotlanta. Nash on, is the star of the show. Yeah. Who is? Nisi oh, Nash. Nisi Nash. Oh, yeah. From uh, Reno 911. Absolutely right, man. Some good knowledge right there. Some good TBS knowledge. I don't watch any of that stuff. I'm watching Science Channel at night. Oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what did you learn last night? I learned about the Tesla factory in Reno, Nevada, oh, which is a right. super factory. And even Robin saying, that's not worth that's, not, that's been there. I said, no, it's a new factory. They only make the cells, the battery cells for the Teslas there. 
and it's an un it's going to be a hundred percent run on solar power and everything in there is robotic for the most part mm -hmm. and they make like 34 million cells and they're little round things and then they put them in this big plate and the and the robots and it's just incredible stuff robots man. taking the jobs of humans no but there are humans there are some yeah. jobs that humans still oh, have to are. do yeah they have to like plug in the, the entire base of the of the tesla or where all the cells are that's like the bottom of the entire car. Mm -hmm. the, uh, it's the, incredible The technology. episodes that we saw of the actual Tesla car factory, the Tesla battery factory, and the McLaren factory, which is over in uh, the U.K. somewhere, the cleanest, most oh, pristine yeah. factories you have ever seen in your life. Yeah. It's painted white. They're mm. white. It's everything, and it's clean. I did learn about the Tesla factory. I'm watching all this stuff. Who are you talking to? These people on the, on the Twitch stream. I didn't just gawk at it. I love technology. I used to watch that show How It's Made all the time. That's on science, too. But this is, like, next level. I don't think my cable system gets the science uh, channels. <laughs> yes, it does. Come I, on, I don't. I, I think you had to order the science package extra, and I was like, I'm Are you anti-science now? I'm Are anti you a science denier? I am, I am denying he science. He opted out. Are yes. you a COVID denier here, Tom? I am opting out of science. Opting <laughs> That's all Tony has left. I know. He canceled HBO. He canceled Netflix. I mean, what do you got, man? He I, has I, like Robin won't allow ID me to cancel Discovery. Netflix. She ID. watches all those crap shows. I don't watch any of that stuff. I canceled HBO, not for political reasons, because it's junk. You still have PBS? Of course. Yeah, he doesn't watch any of those things either, though. I don't no. want to watch. I don't yeah. want to watch a show where they shut, they stop down well, every ten minutes. Me for money exactly. Every 10 minutes. I got enough damn tote bags. Right. I give away tote bags, and you don't have to send me money. Jesus. <laughs> anyway, we've got um, Mitch Williams. We've got next Mitch hour. Williams coming up in the next. Thank you, Harry. Right. Plus, you know, the NBA, we're giving uh, some action here, Harry. The NBA, 141 days. Do you believe it's been that long since the last basketball game was yeah, played? Yeah, I do. Does it seem like it was that long or does it seem shorter than that no it seems it seems like a long time i mean it's yeah. been it feels like an off season that's yeah. over four months yeah because we've been on the air this week will be our 17th week which will be four weeks. months wow so we've been on four do we months. get a new automatic raise do we get that uh, cost of living uh bump i think after we do get a bump in month after four, four actually. weeks yes i actually do but we started what april the 6th so that was almost a month after Everything shut down on exactly. like the eleventh or twelfth of March. 11th, Utah yeah. Jazz, Oklahoma City Thunder. The I final. know, right? And we've become the most essential service, I believe, in America, next to the trash guys who don't have enough help. So the trash piles up week after week, and they're really essential workers, and they're the people I stand behind. I noticed that. I mean, there's trash all over the the sidewalk. They picked people. up the trash today, but the recycling they didn't pick up last week or this week. And I understand there's a shortage of sanitation workers. And they had to hire like 220 part-time people mm. to help pick up the trash. And my question is, and listen, I'm not knocking those guys. They work their butts off in the nastiest weather, whether it's ice outside, whether it's nasty. It's been hot and humid. Right. They're picking up bags that have been there out two weeks, and they all reek and they're leaking. I don't blame those guys. I would take a couple of weeks off, too. Sure. Screw that. You know what I'm saying? We got strapper calls. Though. Let's go to the strapper line here. I've been, I've been jonesing for strappers all day. Strapper, long line. <laughs> opt out, opt in, opt out, opt in. What do I do? 
what? <laughs> hey, we told him to keep it short. He kept no, it short, was good. whoever that was. Opt in, opt out. Opt out. Opt in, opt out. What do I do? That's pretty good. That's pretty much what everybody's saying right now. <laughs> Harry and I, this well, is the first day t- t- this week we haven't decided that we were going to opt out. No, uh, but we had yesterday, we had the <laughs> opt out, opt in of Nick Markakis. Exactly yes. right. Yeah. Did he play last night? Was he in the lineup? No. Not, not to my knowledge. Listen, when in doubt, opt out. Opt, opt out. out. Yeah. All right, so we got uh, two more of them. Do you want to hit those? Yeah, this is from the area code 216. Where's the 216? Where's that? Uh, this message is for Mr. Mays. Harry, uh, this is your favorite physician, Dr. Cothwice. Look, I heard you tease where you'll be for next Thursday's broadcast, and I hate to ruin the surprise for Tony and your listeners, but I have to cancel your annual combined prostate and colonoscopy appointment, which is scheduled for that day. Yes, I know you'll like it when I turn you into a hand puppet, <laughs> but we'll have to reschedule <laughs> I've been invited to play around at golf at a fancy country club, and I can't pass up the opportunity. Oh, and don't drink the colonoscopy prep unless you mix it with a little Tito's. Cheers, and in your case, bottoms up. Oh, <laughs> yes, crack that guy. Now, That's you know, beautiful. he's right on one half of that. Right, about the colonoscopy, the colonoscopy or the other I've one. never had one, and I need one this yeah, year. Yeah, you got to do a colonoscopy, Harry. you yeah. got to start at 50. Yeah. You have to at least have your first colonoscopy by 50 and then like five no, years. No, I've waited until 55. I got mine at, yeah. uh, at 50, and then I had one at 55. I did mine. Mm-hmm. I worked at a job where it was mandatory if you're over 50 like every couple of years. Yeah. You yeah. Ha- like it was in a healthy steps thing. I was, so I got a little insulted when someone asked me if I scheduled mine yet. I'm like, how old do I look? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. No, I've got no, no prostate. I did my first. Pro, I didn't, the prep has changed now since my last colonoscopy. Oh, yeah? Because I was doing a show at Borgata with, uh, with Josh Innes, mm-hmm. and I had to do the prep before the next day's colonoscopy. Where you drink a bunch yeah, of Yeah, and it was nasty stuff. stuff. You had to keep drinking it, and then all of a sudden it, it's, it, it, hits, it, it, hits. it hits you right. all at once. And now you have they, to drink like four or five of these things. Now you did, they just go Miralax. you get Miralax. Yeah. You don't have to get the industrial strength stuff, the Roto-Rooter stuff. Okay. Well, but you take like the entire, you drink the entire bottle of Miralax. And you can't eat, right? No, no, no not at all. You can't eat after a certain time for the next day. Right. And uh, all day long, you're cleaning yourself out. And I was going literally had to go to breaks like 62 times during one show. Is that right? Yeah. They and luckily, take- we had a bathroom right in front of us in the back of the Borgata there. You know where it is? Oh, yeah. Back with that, there's like a tequila bar there. Mm. And then there's the ex- escalators that go up to the second level. There's a bathroom literally 20 yards away, man. I set world records. <laughs> I would have broken. Set. I would have done 4240 if they, <laughs> well, if they had a 40-yard dash. The funny thing wow. is because you don't know what to expect. I wish we expect. had video of that. You don't know. That bathroom so shut yeah. down, actually. You don't know how your body's going to react, <laughs> exactly. right? And so there was that oh, people were doing the over-under as to when it would hit Tony. Mm-hmm. You know, like when sort of like it, when yes. you are going to slur exactly. your words exactly after right. the first exactly. couple sips of alcohol. Now, we have alcohol. one last one before we go to break. I don't know. Again. Is it short or long? we have we got to start it right now, but Hit it's it. about okay. some NBA action, yo. Hit it now. Hey, Tony. Jeff and Delco checking in. So you guys are having an NBA day today. An NBA day on the Tony Bruno show. Listen, the NBA is the most predictable league there is. We can already say without, without, with certainty. If Kawhi plays, it's going to be the Lakers or the Clippers coming out of the West, and it's going to be the Bucks coming out of the East. If Kawhi doesn't play, it's Lakers versus Bucks. It is the most predictable league. Years before, when you had the Warriors dominating and LeBron was in Cleveland, you knew it was going to be Cleveland against the Warriors. It is so 
It's so predictable. How is that entertaining? It, 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 it's, it's nonsense. I will take, give me hockey action, yo, any day of the week. You are right about that, I will exactly say this. Right. Like, you know, if you can say it's predictable, and yeah, I get that. You can pretty much say the top four teams before the season starts. But he obviously just doesn't like basketball. Because if you just Unlike like me. basketball, you'll still watch it and be entertained by the athleticism. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus step into the world of power loyalty and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.